right, Cosmic Peak Podcast. I am Dante Pavone, Sean Duke is here, Joel Pavone is here, and the Celtics are up 2-0 in the best of seven series against the Atlanta Hawks, man. But is this thing going to be a sweep? Is this going to be as easy as it looked as a, as a, as a series? Heads down to Atlanta for games three and four. I don't know, I guess that's the whole point of this episode, right, guys? So we'll get into it. We'll also talk <laughs> about what happened out west with Draymond Green that earned himself a, a, a one-game suspension in the middle of the series. I'm dying to know what you two think about that, especially Sean. Because Sean, we haven't, we haven't spoken to you in a while, man. How are you doing? You uh, weren't, weren't around for last week's episode, but uh, we, we made it work without you. Welcome back. Yeah, man. Glad to be back. Had a little bit of a Florida vacation I had to go attend to, which was cool. And, oh, that's uh, right. That's right. You had a blast, man. You, I, saw the, I saw the snaps. Yeah, man. It was it was good. Definitely stayed out a little bit too late a couple nights, but slept in every single morning. So, you know, it's all, it's all good, man. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. Actually witnessed a bank robbery down there, which was mad weird. I'll tell you, tell you about it later, man. But it was, it was definitely strange. Yeah. Wow. Didn't all right, we can, bury, we can bury the lead. I mean, this is a Southern podcast. Seriously, so what yeah. the hell? Why are we just yeah, now hearing right. about this? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I, 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 it, was, it, was, it was a fun trip. And for the details of Sean's story, man, subscribe to After Hours. On yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> 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 on Patreon, patreon.com slash Cosway. He's uh, like, this episode is actually brought to you by uh, our good friends over at patreon.com <laughs> slash Cosway. Yeah, he's like I'm. I was in a car chase actually, but I, I'll let you. I'll tell you guys about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, we. It was we wild. Had... It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, I would have lost if you were like uh, I auditioned for a play and I got the part. Got the part? <laughs> <laughs> I would have lost. <laughs> yeah. We haven't referenced we haven't referenced that show in a minute. By the way, so oh, nice no, season three, baby. <laughs> Season three is about to be the funniest TV ever put on television. I get that. And you know what, too? I just know it's going to be nothing like the other two seasons because the first two are nothing like you, one another. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, great stuff. All right. Let's talk something. <laughs> the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> 119 to 106 was your final score. Jason Tatum led the way with 29 points. And 10 rebounds. But the story of game two is Derek White, right, guys? I mean, Derek White finished with 26 points, seven rebounds, three blocks, two assists, one steal, and just just dominated in a sense of controlling what the Atlanta Hawks were doing, right? I just felt like whether it's, uh, you know, staying in front of Trey Young, uh, coming, you know, right when the Hawks need to have a, a fast break, getting those blocks that we've seen throughout the course of the regular season, but the way he's doing it, at this level, in the first in this first round matchup, it's it's, it's huge for the Celtics team, man. When you consider uh, Tatum, Brown, where they are in their careers, and the fact that the Atlanta Hawks just don't have an answer for Derek White. I mean, like, who's going to stop this guy? You know, like like that's that's the biggest takeaway from Game Two, if you ask me. Yeah, I would agree because I, it's so frustrating just to think like. Yo, where was this Derek White last year? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I, 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 I don't want to go down that road, but I went, I went down that road last see, episode. I went down, down well, that road. No, last the thing is, the thing okay, is that, you did. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, my my whole thing is, it's a tough spot. I mean, yes, you can talk about him just having a kid and moving to Boston, but beyond that, right? He came from the San Antonio Spurs, but he wasn't balling with Tim Duncan. He no. wasn't competing for titles. You know what I mean? So I just feel like uh, the. The, the magnitude of it and the, the fact that he loved San Antonio and just trying to adjust to a team that was just had blinders on, right? Yeah. That Ime Udoka led Celtics team had blinders on. So it was tough for him to just to just adapt so quickly. But 
I hear you, Sean. I mean, you can't I help mean, it, it, but it, you it can't help it how that, that, that thought crossed your mind. I feel yeah, like. you can have a negative outlook on last year, which was what it was. You're always looking for that what-if factor. But I think this year, I mean, all year, all 82, Derek White was was a factor in every single game. And then I love that he's taking a, a step up in these playoffs so far, which I didn't. I didn't actually think he really – had it in him to play better than he did during the regular season. You know what I mean? I feel like, by far, the most impactful player on the floor in the first two games. Averaging 25 points a game, playing really good defense. Um, has anyone seen or heard from, uh, you know, uh, Trey Young or Bogdan Bogdanovich? They're not the players that they have been in prior playoff series when the Hawks were you know, going to the Eastern Conference Finals and, and making a little bit of a run. It's like, yo, that's Derek White right there. So I, I think yeah. Derek White's been absolutely spectacular. Um, I would be very interested to see if he can keep this going and be a legitimate number three. But also, too, like, you can't overlook how consistent Smart's been. You can't overlook how good Robert Williams has looked in the minutes he's played in these first two games. And then Malcolm Brogdon, like, yo, he's doing his thing. So those three. Six man of the year. Yeah, six man of the year. Congrats to, to Malcolm. I'm sure that we, I didn't want to say it because I figured it was going to be in case you missed it. But uh, I just think like those three playing really well in these first two games is an absolute great sign for Celtics fans because you know what you're going to get from Brown and Tatum. Now the health of Brown, that could be something we talk about in a little bit, but Tatum and Brown are going to get their get their points, and if you get that full, like one through six, because Al's been doing his thing too, like one through six, I don't know if if we need to be worried about you know another run back to the finals if we're getting this type of production out of them the the three through six on this roster. Yeah, Derek White has definitely been my MVP so far in this series. To the point where he's like, yeah, this is like what I've been doing, and I I do whatever is is needed, in 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 any situation, right? And he doesn't it doesn't matter if he stars, doesn't matter if he comes off the bench, but I feel like he's been, you know, uh, the the best version of himself ever since Marcus Smart went down earlier in the season, and he yeah. was starting all those games. Yeah, I mean, he damn near uh, beat the Bucks by himself when everyone was out, you know, a couple months ago. That game went to overtime, and I think since then, you know, obviously he got he had a, a player of the week honors and whatnot, you know, later on. But I think he just he knows his role, and he's not afraid to step up in in, in the big moments. Like he's he changed his shot. You can you can you can see that and how that's been a big impact on his game overall. He's not afraid to shoot it. He's not afraid to go in. I mean, I think he's taking more free throws. Than even Tatum and 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 Brown in the series so far, um, I don't know. I just I like the I like the depth. Obviously, uh, Sean, you mentioned you know Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. That's he's uh, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and 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 he's you know not taking uh, you know crazy shots. It's the the offense is flowing. Uh, the defense obviously is is on point right now. Um, Back to Derek White, he's averaging what, like almost three blocks in these first two, yeah, in these well, first two, you know, uh, games. Joel, so I, I think, like from my my perspective, like I think it's very easy 
to look at these first two games and be like, whoa, Derek White, because he has played spectacularly. But, like, what you're getting from Marcus, what, 14, 6, and 5, 11, 7, and 7? Like, yo, you get those games out of Marcus Smart, you're going to be in a good spot most most nights. And yeah. then Malcolm Brogdon's p- putting up his points as well. And, like, no one's talking the fact that Robert Williams has looked like Robert Williams again. Yeah, that maybe maybe it's not a big deal in this Hawk series because we're gonna fucking sweep him anyways. <laughs> but as we get into the next round, where you're looking at a Philly, where you're where you look at a a Bucks team that's gonna be in your way, and you look at what you know teams that just will be a formidable matchup. Robert Williams is gonna be key too, and he's he's playing his he's he's getting back into shape right now. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's he's beyond that. I, I think he's maybe he's not quite 100 percent raw that, that he was last year, right. but he's giving you the energy off the bench that we haven't seen all season long. That's exactly what you want for a guy who's coming off the bench who uh, can, can can impact the game on both ends of the floor. He's out there with the sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. You got Sam Hauser, who's who, who's who's yeah. comfortable out there. Playoff minute, Sam Hauser. Yeah, I love absolutely. that. Absolutely. And, and you know, this is exactly what. I envision Joe Mazzula doing, figuring out that rotation and sticking with it until otherwise, until these guys run into an issue, run into a wall. Maybe you see Grant, maybe you see, you know, someone else come off the bench that we haven't seen up until this point. But until then, I mean, why rock the boat? And you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up Marcus because we forgot about playoff Marcus. And, and yeah. I'm guilty as, as much as the next guy because um, regardless of his health and maybe he wasn't, as electric as the others in the starting five in those last couple of weeks of the season. But when it's the postseason, he turns it on. Yeah. And we we saw that immediately in game one. And it's not yeah. about, oh, well, I got to get my touches or I got to make sure that I get my certain amount of threes. No, he's going within the flow of the offense. He's, he's giving you a, a, another level of energy or another level of effort on both ends of the floor. And it's just enough to, 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 to give the starting five the type of leads that we've been seeing thus far. 30-point lead at halftime in game one. The Hawks get out to a double-digit lead in the first quarter. By midway through the second, they're down by double digits. I mean, that's that shit's devastating for a team like the Atlanta Hawks. And that's the kind of shit that just makes me think, man, this is a sweep. This is a sweep. Unless something right. terribly wrong happens in Atlanta. Injury-wise injury or whatever. Yeah. like yeah, or, or that, maybe. Even so, I mean, well, yeah, 50 was, yeah, that would do it, I guess. But you know what I mean, though? Like, like the, the gap between these two teams is... is it's humongous, you know. Yeah, and the Celtics are just on another level, man. Yep i I would agree because a lot of people in Boston just love to blame Marcus Smart for their for anything that ever goes wrong with the Celtics, like anything. You know, that's it's going to happen. There's gonna, they're going to lose a game, and they're going to be like, "Why is Marcus starting over Brock?" Like all this stuff. But yo, Marcus has absolutely matured into this point guard that is just unfazed. <laughs> Gonna get rebounds, gonna get assists, and gonna make smart three point decisions and smart basketball decisions. Um, so I, yeah, I like, like not, I know. Not, not only that though, but he's also, he's, he's developed into like someone that's not gonna argue with the refs or like stop somebody from arguing with the refs. So he's yeah, kind of like, like, like he's still, like, he's he's still looking, has an edge. He, he still has an edge. He still has a, yeah, but like he's looking at the big picture, right? We're, First round, I don't need to get a tap. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we're up by double digits. Like, then I'll just, let's not stop messing around with these dudes. And, and there was you know. a play. What was the play that I thought, oh, yo, the Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, oh, when he pushed him after the jump ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. Okay. The push off, the push off, yeah. 
two years ago, Marcus Smart's getting ejected at that. Yeah, he would have spazzed. He would have spazzed. He would have spazzed out. And uh, you just sort of see him mature and understand, like, okay, I know this, that fire that I want to have, I'm going to hold that back until. Or or, or I'm going to use it in a different way. Right, right. Which I think has been absolutely uh, crucial for these Celtics. But let me let me tell you my biggest concern right now. Okay, okay. I'll tell you mine. Okay. But go I'll ahead. Say it at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, Tatum complaining? No. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. What? Okay. Mine. Mine is basically uh, how healthy is Jalen Brown right now? Uh, I feel okay. I feel like when I I can know I know for a fact when I'm like I we've watched enough Jalen Brown over the years, right? We've yeah. watched what how many games has he been in the Celtics? Probably six hundred Jalen Brown Celtics games. I'm sure by this point, right? Like you know when he's engaged, and sometimes I get worried when he's not a hundred percent. He's a little lackadaisical with the ball and. It just sort of seems like he's floating out there instead of taking charge, and we know when he's taking charge, that's when he's at his best. Well, he did he did that in game one. I felt he, like in game one, he, I thought he was great. Felt like in game one, but I game mean, two, he banged up his banged up his hand, was sitting on the bench for a little bit. And he hit, he, yeah, he he, uh, he took an elbow to the shoulder. Yeah, uh, he mentioned after nothing. the fact, so I think he's like trying to adjust playing with these injury yeah. injuries, short, so to speak, because. It's affecting when he dribbles, you could tell. Yep. Well, I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big thing to look out, look out for because as much as we want to praise I mean I mean the, the the days off right now, that's that's key. That's huge. huge. That's huge. Right. But as much as we want to praise Derek White, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Al Horford, Sam Hauser, whatever you want to say, like Jason Tatum plus those guys isn't a championship team. You need Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to be on their absolute A game, especially when you get out of this first round series. So, I mean, for me, I'm almost at the point of, yo, go to Atlanta, win game three, and then sit Jalen in game four and give him some more rest, man. Cause like, we need him to be a hundred percent just like ready to go, healthy, motivated, feeling good. And, Cause if, if not, dude, this thing's gonna, she's gonna end so, pretty quick. So you're talking about like the, the Kawhi uh, treatment is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think yeah. I don't think you know. Yeah. I don't think he. I feel like Kawhi really no. got injured because a sprained knee is a tough thing to say he's coming back from in Game Four, but game whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah. I mean, no. I think it's a it's a it's something that's a mildly concerning, but um, I think he's he'll be the first to tell you that like he's got to just find a way to adjust and. <laughs> And if the Celtics want to go that route, you know, depending on how he plays in Game Three, and give him a rest in Game Four, I don't know. That's that might be something that they consider. That's a, yeah. something interesting. I just, think I, just think, I mean, I'd be surprised if that happens. But the fact that we didn't hear any more updates or any more scares in Game Two about it, I think right. that's good. But yeah, I mean, once the once we hear about stitches opening up, it's a story. Like it's, it has to be. That's something that. You know, you wonder how long it's going to take to heal because you feel like they just hit the reset button when it when it split the way. Dude. Yeah, but not only like stitches, like the stitches got taken out. It's like the cut itself 
reopening and it's just like oh shit like like how do you you can't you can't mess with that yeah you can't even bend you can't even bend your finger like i'm gonna give give you guys some life lessons right now (laughs) i don't think you go go. wait wait wait, sorry isn't that the same if i'm not mistaken isn't that the same hand that you hit a bat with no glove oh yeah you fucking minor ginobili that one i ain't getting no rabies though you know there you go he goes yeah but then i die No, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> but did I need a rabies shot though? But did I need a rabies shot? No, did not, did not. Drank enough pop off back in those days to not worry about no <laughs> rabies, dude. We good. Yeah. Uh, the next hey. day, someone's like, "Yo, did I, did I hit that bad last night?" Yeah, yeah, you did. They yeah. did. Yeah. Guys, is this normal that it's still bleeding five days later? Ah, uh, no, <laughs> no, Sean, not at, uh, all. not at all. Here's, here's, here's my, here's my wisdom of the day. Yeah, Time heals all wounds, man. You know? <laughs> That's just what it is. Nice That's done. just what it is. Nice so done. Give, give him a little bit of time. Let that thing uh, fucking heal up. That's the body works. Right? Time it's won't give makes, me time. Your, your buddy is, is the one that makes the scabs and all that. So, yeah, I guess, I guess it's... I guess Let it sit. Don't, don't agitate. Let it sit. That's <laughs> what I mean. You, you, can beat the, you can beat the Atlanta Hawks easily in five games without Jalen Brown playing the rest of the series. If you if you do that, you extend the series a little bit because he's sitting out. Whatever, like just just let him let him heal up, man. Because yeah, you're yeah. gonna need you're gonna need 100 percent of Jalen Brown in the next round and the going forward. So that's that's my only concern right all now. Right, all right. Playing great my, all right. So my my concern and it's not like a it's not a huge concern. It's just that I just want him. I want Tatum to get get these habits out of the way because it's the Hawks. The Complaining or like the body language of getting fouled and not getting the calls and then like jogging gingerly up the court and uh-huh, uh-huh. you know and, and, and or, or the or the his man, his man goes off yeah fire. or the or the like you know dribble 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 and just shoot and or turnover and then not getting back on the other side like get that shit out of your system now because that's not going to fly next round and beyond. Right. I get it. You know, you had 20 points at halftime in game one and then, and then in, in, in game two, he had it going from, from the outside, you know, just because you're up by 30 doesn't mean you gotta, you gotta be a, an asshole, so to speak. <laughs> Hold, on, <laughs> Hold on though. Hold on though. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the lesson to take from game one and Joe Missoula uh, certainly addressed it. Like that's what, way. that's what Jalen had to step up. And that's why, you know, and the game where his shape like reopened, his cut reopened, and he just he you know, he essentially put put that put the put the hawks away. I'd like to I'd like, to I'd like to say this one point, just before we get off the Jason Tatum complaining point. I'd like to throw this trivia question out there. How many free throws has Jay, uh, Jason Tatum had in the series so far? Yeah, it's probably it's probably less than ten. Right? Two. Okay. Attempts or mix? Attempts. Yeah, Ooh. this is why I said. This is why I said. Like you know, without looking, but that's why I knew. He's complaining. I knew Derek White. Jason Tatum. He's been driving to the hole. He hasn't been getting. Yeah, ball. yeah, but I get it. I get it. But like the refs don't like that. Stop doing that. Like if you want, yeah, if but, you want calls, like yeah. you know, act like you're act like you're the superstar that everyone says that you are. Like I can't saying, believe we're still talking about this, and he's 25 now. He's not 19 anymore. He's 20 fucking five. Yo, but still at the same time, I, at the same time, I can't, I can't give him too much shade on that because yo, 
And, and just because you don't get the call doesn't mean you got to fucking half-ass it back on the other side, bro. Yeah, no, that part I will give him up. Give, all the, all give the turnovers, sometimes it's a silly no. the silly turnover, and he's like, oh, oh man, I lost the ball, and when I didn't is, get fouled. When is Jason Tatum going to get superstar treatment? When is he going to get it? He's been looking for it for his entire career. He sort of started to get it at the end of last year, and now it seems like the refs have hit a reset button and said, hey, you're actually not a superstar. Like, get you know, get out of here. You <laughs> averaged thirty this year. We're gonna give. You, could you imagine any? I I don't even know the rest of the. I, I would love to see. Yeah, that's why I knew. I knew. I, that's why I knew for a fact that White has been to the free throw line more so than 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 Tatum. So White. So I'm just looking at the stats right now. White has been to the free throw line nine times. Tatum's been two. Marcus Smart has been two. So there hasn't been. A, I mean, the Hawks play zero defense, so some of their best have been. Man. But you know, I'm just saying. Plus, the way the Celtics have been comfortably running the floor, man. Yeah, yeah. Been, yeah. And plus, still, and plus, because he because would he's would been averaging like. That? Would you have expected that? Right. No, I mean, no, but because no. a single fucking call, two free throws in two games. No, yeah, but but because he's averaging ten rebounds or so, it's it's almost like oh yeah, he's playing like you know top notch defense, but he's kind of just like all right, let's. Let's run back down the other side and let me score my points. Type of type of attitude a little bit. And again, uh, get I, it out, get that shit out, get all that shit out of your system now because yeah, again, that shit's not gonna fly next round and beyond. Exactly. I haven't had a problem with Tatum sort of coasting through the first round, just getting his points in, getting a shot going. Like, just I'm I'm cool with that. But I I think it's a good thing that he's making a stink now because when you go go into that Philly series where. You are getting PJ Tucker on you. You are getting going into the hole where Embiid's waiting for you. You know you are getting uh, what's his name, friggin' Melton. You know trying to get up in your grill, like yo. <laughs> get up in Tatum need Tatum needs to get some foul calls here, and it needs to happen pretty quickly. So yeah, hopefully that changes in Atlanta. But yeah, you're on something there, Sean. I mean that's one way to uh, try to slow him down. It's not getting free throws, but. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm still wondering if this, if this is going to be a game that, that truly goes down to the wire and if he, if he'll get that call. Cause, cause that's, that's when superstars really get that call, right? Last four or five minutes of the game, you're driving, you're not settling for shots, you're being aggressive. So we'll, we'll see where he stands in that regard for sure. But man, I'm wondering also, how is this Golden State Warriors team going to respond? And could this be the beginning of the end? They lost two in a row, which I guess is not a shock. You know, it's not shocking when you look at their record. I mean, the fact that these guys only won 11 games on the road during a regular season. Technically, you only need to win one. You know how they say, how the old cliche goes. But um, I just feel like this one is different, man. I don't know if they have enough, you know, against the Sacramento Kings team that has uh, found their stride and, and they believe in themselves. You know, I don't think this is a team where they you can you can intimidate them and try to play your mind games because they're not, they're not having it. You know, and then for Draymond Green to be suspended for game three, that doesn't help things. That doesn't help things. Stepping on people's rib cages, you know, after the guy grabs your foot, that's not gonna. That's not gonna fly. I mean, look, I because of his history, I understand why the NBA suspended him. Uh, he was ejected in the fourth quarter of Game Two when that happened between uh, when, when the dust up between Sabonis. Uh, he's going for a loose ball. They both are. Sabonis claiming to avoid getting hit in the head, grabs his foot, and then comes the other foot from Draymond as soon as he gets free. Right on his ribcage, steps over, gets ejected in the fourth quarter, suspended, um, didn't agree with it, but obviously that's Draymond. Yeah, yeah what has he, he ever agreed with? Yeah. I just sort well, of what do you, like What do you guys say? Is this the right call? Is the, the, the NBA taking a step too far? How do you guys call it? Again, right? I was just talking about Tatum after being – X amount of years in the league, he's you know not nineteen anymore, twenty five. Well, Draymond is a thirty three year old 
old ass man. Like, you know, hey, 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 hey. you know, yeah. no, oh, NBA and oh, NBA terms and NBA wait. terms and NBA oh. terms. All right. NBA terms. Relax. Relax. I'm older than you. So relax. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so he, so he should, he should know that the NBA is going to look at his actions, whatever, a little bit more, you know, closely because of the stuff that he's done before. Right. So you didn't, you didn't need to react like that. Honestly, he didn't need to react like that. In my, in my opinion, I forget who was underneath the basket that looked like they were about to fall on Sabonis. So it's weird because of the different angles. I've seen this play from different angles. Whether he grabbed or tried to grab his ankle, like Draymond's ankle, right? It's more so how he reacts to the whole situation, right? It's not like he was like in mid sprint, like he's still about to take off, but he doesn't take off yet. And so, like, you could have just like not moved. <laughs> you could have yeah. just stood there, and like, and that situation would have been diffused right there. So I don't know. That's how I I look at it, and. I don't know if he was trying to look like he was trying to cover his face. At first, when I saw it, I looked like I was like, I think he was trying to cover his face and just kind of got kind of got tangled up. But I don't know. Different people say, "Nah, you know what he was doing," and and then you got others like you know, like JJ Ray talking about like, "Oh, you know, you know, Sabonis isn't like you know innocent here and all of this." And yeah, and, and I don't think he is either. And no, but like like the 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 fact that when the Warriors played the or or I like to use I like to use the the Eddie House term muck up the game when they do it, it's okay, right? <laughs> When they when the Warriors do that and they play the mind game, it's okay, right? So then that's a team like the Kings who has the coach of the year, right? And used to coach for the Warriors, used to be on their staff. So don't you think, you know, he's like, yo, why don't we do a little a little mind games of our own, so to speak? And so far it's working. So far it's working. But like when the Warriors do it, it's okay. People got mad when when Draymond got suspended back in 2016 for kicking players in the in the crotch all the time and it's just like yo yeah, that? yeah you gotta you gotta set a precedent like you know, you know what i'm saying and he should know better like at the end of the day he should know better the, the whole thing to him saying what did you expect me to do uh not that that was the last thing you should have done was stomp on the motherfuckers you know rib cage yeah real quick we gotta find the call from drapes if there's if there's one that exists i, I would love to hear that <laughs> yo even drape yo, yeah, dude, yeah. did you see his tweet not the initial not the initial play but the replay when he sees it in slow mo. oh my god man, he must have lost his <laughs> no but did you see his tweet <laughs> earlier today no he he apologized for like saying how like everyone's everyone is like kind of overreacting to to just this one play when there's been two great games overall in this series and the fact that like it's, he's called he called it quote garbage takes he's like and I and I you know he feels like he's a part of that and he, he's just like you know mm-hmm. we need to do better in terms of like you know calling these games and with the favoritism and whatnot so yeah it's something that I've never seen a a, a play by play guy do by the way yeah, yeah that's the, true. Bonus, the bonus definitely grabbed him I mean no I'm not saying that he didn't grab him but like. There's one thing to like take your hand and grab somebody or like take you you can see them, you know, right. but like it's more I feel like it's more so Draymond overreacting to the grab said oh, grabbing. Yeah. But see that that's the thing. Like that's the reason why the NBA had well that in the in the history that Draymond had, but um the reason why is because you give Draymond a reason to be an asshole, he's gonna take it ten times out of ten. And he didn't have to do that, right? So I, I don't think most I think most players don't step on uh, Sabonis' ribs 
You know, I think no, I, would say, I would say probably one or two players step on his ribs. That's it. Like, all right, well, maybe like four. Well, that's most, all right? So yeah, <laughs> four players at the whole NBA. That's not most. No, no. no. No, I'm no, saying, I'm saying like you say you're saying, you're saying, saying most like, most players wouldn't. I'm saying you're saying most players wouldn't, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, most right. players wouldn't. Okay, so yeah. yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking there's there's I don't know, Patrick Beverly, Draymond Green, maybe you throw um, Marcus Smart in that situation. Dylan Brooks, maybe. No, Marcus <laughs> wouldn't do that. Marcus Bro- wouldn't no, do that. Marcus, Marcus Dylan Smart Brooks would though. Dylan you Brooks you would bite though. your tongue, Yeah. Um okay, maybe maybe Marcus Smart like three years ago, Marcus Smart would definitely step no, up. He'll just punk you and just push you. Like he didn't beat, you know, he ain't got yeah. no, no very no true. But that, yeah, that was I, I the crazy part about that whole thing is like, yo, I know that a bunch of NBA players came on and were like, Oh, that was bullshit, he grabbed his leg, like, oh, what is he supposed to do? Like, which is bullshit. And it's because it's Draymond. Yeah. But then the, the fact that the fact that he literally went to the crowd and started, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. It that was, too. He looked like a wrestler. That too. Like, yeah, I was watching the WWE. Like, like it was like he was a like he's he's feeding off as like a fucking heel, and it's like all right, see, that's another reason. Like, and on top of that, before you before you finish, Adam Silver's in the crowd, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. Max. Adam Silver was like, I, I, was to, I was supposed to light the beam tonight. I guess I'm not lighting the fucking beam, you know. I guess we got uh, other pressing issues. No, yeah, but I feel like I feel like. <laughs> for him to do that, right? <laughs> I guess I'm not laying the beam. <laughs> I got other pressing issues, yeah. <laughs> gotta go gotta, on a fucking conference call with Joe gotta, Dumar. Now man. I got an early morning tomorrow, Jesus. Yeah, I guess guess I won't see the beam lit. Won't be, won't be, won't be, I won't be sleeping Draymond. in. Thanks a lot, Draymond. Yeah. I mean, the way, before the, well, right after the uh, announcement was made, right, about the suspension, I just pictured a bunch of, like, NBA, like, big waves just being like, is this dude even remorseful? Like, even in the slightest. And then no. the, everybody in that room has to agree and say no. And then, you know what? Then that's it. He's suspended. Like, even if there's two people in that room being like, come on, guys. You kick them out. They lost the playoff game. Let's just let's just leave them, leave them right there. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. Look at this guy. Look at this clown. And, and to, to Joel's point, this 33-year-old or whatever, like, you know better. And we've slapped you on the wrist so many freaking times, especially in the postseason. And and the fine wouldn't have been that hurtful for him. He's already paid over one million dollars in fines during during his career. The hurt that would really hurt him and, and really, I guess, quote, teach him a lesson is missing the game because it's like this no, is worse. Than, this is worse than being injured. He's not. He's not injured. He's he just can't play in the and and in, in, in the game that he's trying to help his team win. You, you you know what was it like five or seven minutes left in that in the in game two? So Warriors lost that game. And then, you know, you're playing game three without him. He's the, like Steve Kerr said, the emotional leader of this team. And you're not going to change him, right? And I, I don't, right. It's, it's not the point to change him. It's the point to just make better decisions as, you know, as you age, <laughs> as you yeah, yeah, mature. I don't, yeah. uh, I don't think. I don't, yeah, we all got to do it. We all got to do yeah. it. <laughs> in life, Draymond, not just in sports. <laughs> I don't think Draymond gets suspended until he. Start screaming at the crowd. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what got him suspended. I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you can see, and you can see at least I, I was reading. I read his mouth, you know, as he, you know, was edging on the crowd, calling whoever he was talking to, or just in general, pussies. He was just saying pussies. That's all he kept fucking mm-hmm. mouthing. So it's like, yeah, yeah, no. that's inappropriate. <laughs> a little bit. A little. Can't bit. be doing it. That's inappropriate. <laughs> like, nah, he was. He was so, looking. He right? was looking right I, at. I ain't using that line, but like, Draymond, get over yourself. Just like. 
like, why do you think you're above these rules? Or maybe he doesn't think that, but he just thinks that, like, he should get the benefit of the doubt. And he's trying to, like, justify. Every time something like this happens, <laughs> it's a justification of him, like, but this happened. On Twitter. Yeah. I mean, on, uh, on, on on Instagram. And you see, he, he, he took a, a, a still shot of, of his foot game crowd. He's like, this is not a basketball play in all caps. Like, oh, you really going to convince him with that one, Draymond? Like, come on, man. Like, why don't you show what you did and explain I, yourself there? And the, and, the, and the first thing that he says when he sits down, you know, after the game is, Oh, you know, this is the second, you know, second straight game. I got my leg grabbed. And it's like, okay, bro. Like, you know, you, if you don't want to show any sort of remorse, fine. But like, don't act like, you know, you're going to throw but in some, you're going to throw some reasons why. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. you're going to throw in reasons and, and, and you're going to justify what you did. Cause that's, you shouldn't have done that. This is plain and simple. Right. Yeah. That's a second grade reasoning right there. And it's, almost like, it's almost like, yo, Draymond, like, let's he, look at that. But let's he hit me there. first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you, and last like, game, and last game. No, no, right? Like, you got your leg grabbed two straight games. Okay, you've punched more people in the nuts intentionally over your career <laughs> than the bonus has grabbed your leg. So kicked, why don't we just he's kicked, and it's not even close. It's a wide margin. <laughs> you know, he's constantly, you know, pushing people out of the way for rebounds, and you tell me that that's not a basketball play. Okay, so you know, and then just the, the, the way he the way he flips on rest sometimes. I'm like, yo, how is he? And that's another thing too. Ball? Like. Yeah. He, I get it. He yeah, like, stop, get, stop getting on Tatum, Joel. He leads the <laughs> <laughs> he leads the league in text, but it seems like it's not enough. It seems like he should have way more text than what he actually has has been hit with during his career. Because how many times he's he's yelling and he's in, in refs' faces, and then the refs just like they're not phased with it. But then something like right. this happens, and he's surprised that he's suspended when things like this happen. It's like yo, you're building. I mean, you keep building up a list of things for people to 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 be like, uh, I don't know about this guy, you know. You know what exactly. though? My and it's been it's been like fourteen. Years. It's a laundry list, bro. It's a laundry list of fucking shit. Like, relax, my, bro. My biggest thing though is the fact that I just can't stand Clay Thompson defending him every single fucking time, and Steve oh, Kerr defending him. Every this stabs somebody on the court, and they'll be like, "Well, you know, sometimes people push things to another level. You no, know what no. you got to do." Like, my, they would just be like, "You know." Like, my favorite line of his is like, "I'm not saying what he did was right, but you know, but yeah, given exactly. the circumstances, you know, right. <laughs> you, always, always, you know what they are? The Ena- enablers. They're enablers. The yeah. Warriors are enablers. That's what they are. Yeah, even Steve Curry is like, no, no, no one's going to change Dream." Like, oh bro. my god, dude. Does he ever did he ever hold his players accountable? Never, bro. Like, okay, I, Never. I, I, I get it. Never. You coach one of the greatest battle teams ever assembled, but can you ever hold a single player accountable? Steve, like, Steve Kerr and those like core Jeez. players are a match made in heaven, dude. Like that's someone that's gonna ride yep. for your team. And he's like he's like Maybe he talked to them after the fact, saying that, like, yo, 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 you fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? But I'm not gonna go out there he's and not say that. Say on camera, <laughs> I'm not gonna right. go out there and say it, but you right. fucked up. Because Draymond would be the first one to be like, "You could have my fucking back." Like, like, <laughs> I know like, exactly. Gary Payton senior, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, Gary Payton's like my man. Like, are you twelve? Like, yo, I call yeah, like right. I see it. All that shit Same. that you was doing in the finals, if you did that in the eighties or early nineties, someone would have knocked you out. Like that was the that was the basis of the conversation between Gary Payton and, and Cedric Maxwell. And here comes Draymond being like, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm so, I'm teammates with just son. You're supposed to have my back no matter what." You can't be talking to him like you ain't got a friend in me. That's a direct he's like, he's You can't like, be talking to him, Max, like you ain't got a friend in me. Like, my man, like, yo, Gary should have been like, bro, like. Bro, I'm not Steve Kerr. I'm, I'm old enough to be your father, bro. Like, who are you talking to? Like, right I'm, now? I'm not I'm not Steve Kerr, bro. I'm not fucking. <laughs> For real, What's the name? What's the name of the the Golden State the uh, uh, the, the owner there? Myers, I forget his, his first name. Yeah, he's like I'm not I'm not that dude either. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna right. stroke your ego 
every time yeah. you fuck up. I'm like, nah, dude. Max brought up something real. I'm waiting on it, and it is what it is. Like, man, like, ugh, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole basis of his podcast, by the way. To just him to just bitch about everything, right? But see, that's the thing, man. With everything happening uh, you know, away from the court and just the way everything's gone for the Golden State Warriors and where Draymond is, like, look, I get it. He has that player option. The Warriors, look at their payroll. They could run it back, but like, is that the move? Like, could this be or should this be the beginning of the end? Do you rip this core apart? You do it right away if they're out in the first round. You almost have to. And it's similar to what the uh, 13 Celtics, 2012-2013 Celtics did. And they were like, look, we just lost in the fucking Knicks in the first round. Like, on Sacramento King, this this uh, generation's Knicks in, in the sense of ending the Golden State Warriors' 10-year dynasty at this point. And you got Clay that's up, too. He's expecting a fucking another max deal. So it's like, you know, what do you do? <laughs> like you said, do you, do you try you to earn that, my guy? Do you try to like you know rock with this until the wheels fall off, or, or, or are the wheels slowly starting to fall off? Like, you know. or do you think about Danny Ainge? Remember Danny Ainge's famous quote, which, which 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 made every Celtics fan realize that oh, he's gonna break up the big three soon. He goes, man, I used to tell Red all the time, I would have flipped him, Kale, Paris, I would have flipped them years before they, they uh, were too old to play because uh, you you would have had those assets to move to bridge the gap, and I think. He already put the model out there, but are the Golden State Warriors of all franchise? I think they're the ones to be reluctant to do this. But are they are they going to take that step and do it this offseason that they're out in the first round? I don't know. Yeah, I I just think that if they wanted to move on from Draymond, they could easily move on from Draymond to get that same production and get a you know power forward that wants to be that can probably shoot better than him. Probably, you know, play defense better than him. Of course yeah. they should. Yeah. He's, drastically, the, he's drastically. Do they have the sack to do it, though? Especially with Draymond. No, they know, that's the problem. You know that's Draymond's going to drop right. that diss track like a week later. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, are you about that life? Are you willing to, to fracture your relationship with Draymond Green for the betterment of the team? And you, almost, you almost wonder, what the fuck would they actually get for Draymond right now? You know what I mean? Like, who's who's paying for Draymond, too? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's... Uh, yeah, Draymond playoffs, Draymond Green, yeah, everyone everyone that's not a Warriors fan is going to hate that dude. Yeah, we're right back at it. Two games in. Two games no, in. It honestly, honestly wouldn't shock me if he, if he retired. Or if he just told Golden State, hey, give me one more year and I'm done. Let me finish my contract. Or, or, or trade me to the Lakers. That's what he's going to say. Or that. That's the only way because he, he's... He's not gonna just be like, "Oh, wherever I go, I'll make it work." No, there's like two teams he's going yeah, to play yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's got to be a situation where he's he, he's a he's a rival. He's in a situation to be a, an instant rival against the Warriors and, and win a championship. Like that's yeah. that's the only way. Yeah, I mean, I I think the question that they that most Warrior fans need to ask themselves or ask you know in general about the the Warriors is, do they overvalue Draymond Green because? Now, they're going to be like championship contenders. You know, they they won they won ten games on the road this year, ten games. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, oh no, you know, they're going to turn it on in the playoffs. And I don't know. It's just it's 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 a good question to 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 ask if you're a Warriors fan. I can give two shits. Uh, we'll see. Whatever. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens against the Kings. Kind of draws like finally get these fuckers away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> How many years you got to fucking watch Steph Curry fucking dance and fucking celebrate? <laughs> Kings ain't no joke. I'll say that. The Kings are not, not a not a joke. Okay. And so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's continue our trip around the NBA with Joel. In case you will wrap up this episode of Causeway Street the way we wrap up every single episode here. 
As we take our trip around the NBA, Joel, what do we miss? In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Actually, we're going to stay right here in Boston, guys. This is all at Celtics Field, in case you missed it. There you go. You don't even have to splice that in there, bro. Gotcha. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I don't remember the last time we had a Celtic only in case you missed it. Okay, well, we missed. I think it's. I think it was when he um, had sex with his wife. I think that was the last time. <laughs> 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 Sorry, but go on. <laughs> I mean, speaking speaking of which, I mean, it wasn't in my case you missed it, but you know, he's 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 probably going to get this Houston Rockets job, right? Is this this, this is probably going to happen since they don't have a coach? Yeah, Houston, you know, Toronto, Toronto could be in there, but yeah, probably it's safe bet for Houston. You know how bad that's a that's Paul a that's Tyler a view in was as a coach is that they're going to replace him with Ime. That's how bad he was. <laughs> it's like coach. can't get any worse, right? Just fucking yeah, just put Ime in there, throw him in there. <laughs> Let him let him really work for his work for his his wins <laughs> in Houston. And Houston, Eme, yeah. Eme in Houston. Ooh, that could be yeah, trouble. Yeah, man. You better uh, stay focused. You know what I mean. Houston, ain't no joke. He's gonna call up James Harden like, "Yo, so what are the best places to go?" <laughs> He's like, "Damn, coach. All right, what you want to do is you want to check out. Right, uh, you want to go down I ninety, right?" <laughs> Go down to Fifth Ward, whatever they have that ward shit. <laughs> Second Ward. I guess where Beyonce's from. These from oh third. What'd you say? I'm sure about that third. Yeah, these yeah, third yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. So we uh, we mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, your sixth man of the year. Uh, was there really any surprise that that was going to happen? I mean, according to according to NBA Twitter, I guess some people are, are upset. They're not feeling. Not feeling that uh, Brogdon should have won. It should have been uh, Emmanuel quickly for relax, relax, Knicks fans. Yeah, I know, right? So for, it's like, yo, it was it was a it was an impressive run since the, since the uh, All Star break. But uh, last time I checked, this award is for the entire season. And not right. only that, like he didn't start one fucking game this year. Like he's a like, that's the reason why they brought him here because they were like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. after the All Star break, he got bumped up, right? He's been he's been starting for this. Yeah. So I mean, uh, how this works. You know, it's we, like, yo, my guy, your player was promoted. He's not a yeah, name. Like, like Stevens right now is somewhere saying, this is exactly what I knew was going to happen when I fucking traded for this dude. He's going to be the sixth man of the year. And that's exactly what happened. So, And and I think it's funny. This is like the first award that a Celtics player has won where there hasn't been a ton of like campaigning for him to win. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's like the Marcus Smart thing last year was like, oh, you're going to make it. The Jen and Brown thing this year, like, oh, what is he doing? It's like, yeah. Malcolm's just spent the year, and everyone's I was like, oh, yeah, he should be sixth man of the year. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Everyone's yeah, like, yo, this, you, know? you know what? I think Malcolm, yeah. I feel like it was like the last uh, three weeks he started, he started popping up on, uh, um, you know, the uh, odds or whatever, betting odds. He was on a most mostly every betting odds to win that award, and then he just – Shot up in those last couple of weeks of the season as, as the favorite. Well, it was between him and quickly. It was close. No, it was yeah, him and quickly, and then fucking Bobby Portis was a distant third. Yeah, um, he was a distant third, right, right. So yeah, distant so, third. Yeah, ultimately he wins the first uh, Havlicek Six Man of the Year trophy. Oh yeah, they named it after Havlicek. How funny! So it's fucking first yeah. first six man uh, first uh, Celtics player to win the Six Man of the Year award since uh, since eighty six. Uh, Bill Walton. And you want to know what he averaged in 86, by the way, to win that award? Yeah, yeah. can you tell everyone? Because it's the worst <laughs> six minutes. It's like the worst stat line ever bro, for he, six minutes. Bro, he barely averaged eight points a game. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, yo, motherfuckers yeah, averaging like, rebounds, like, though. We're, we're, we're like second units averaging 15 points in the 80s. Like, what the hell is going on? Hey, Bill Walton here. Jeez. Eight points a game, bro. They gave that to him because they were like, we're glad that you're not injured anymore and you can actually, you know, play more than 10 minutes in the game. Right? That was, uh, here's your flowers, and this might be the greatest Celtics team or greatest yeah. basketball team ever. Yeah. So, yeah, just give it to That's me. what it was. That was the that was literally the greatest basketball team ever assembled to that point. Yeah. They were to like, oh, right. yeah. They're like, like right. yeah, come on, we got to put this in. You know, it's the icing on the cake here. You know? Thank you, Boston, for my life. Of course. Drop it. We're not giving it to freaking uh, Bill Sanders from the Bullets. Sorry, no. the Bullets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Walton. Exactly. It's Walton, damn it. Yeah. He, he, we thought his career was over. We thought it was over, you know, back in Portland. Bullets fans are just like, no, he averaged 15 points. No. <laughs> off the <laughs> bench. It's like, yeah, just making up names. Yeah, yeah off the is bench. It, is his name Bill Walton? Because if it isn't, he's not fucking winning. All right? I'm sure somewhere, you know, Max is happy about that too. Like, you know, well, fuck Bill Walton. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, so he yeah. did a slow clap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he wasn't on TV anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, they got rid of him for Bill. Like, they were just like, yeah, we're gonna bring in Bill. Yeah, man, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah but Cedric wasn't gonna come <laughs> off the bench anyways, man. So don't let's not start there. Yeah. Well, here's a, here's some uh, cool uh, facts, I guess, for for Brogdon here. He was the only player ranking. And the top three in scoring, rebounding, and assists among players who didn't start in the regular season. Uh, he finished with 15 points a game, 4.2 rebounds, and 3.7 assists. Uh, he also was ranked fourth in the NBA in three-point percentage this year with uh, 44.4. Four, four, four. And uh, oh, oh. tying uh, He tied out uh, Ray Allen back in the 2010-11 campaign for the third-best single-season three-point Percentage by Celtic. Yeah, man, he's that. No, man, he was like he could, he could, he could have, uh, he could have really boost those numbers up, right? But he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not the kind of player. He's not selfish like that. He does what's best for the team, and we all know he's. Uh, if he wanted to, he could put up 20, 24 every night. But that's not what the, not what the team always needs every night. And he's just been the perfect locker room guy and someone who uh, gives you a good quote after a game and just can give you a great overall vibe as to where the team is. And that's what this team needed, man. Just another veteran presence like that in the backcourt can uh, redirect these guys whenever they uh, out of it. You know what? Also challenge Marcus Smart. I bet there's been a lot of uh, what's happened this year. And I don't mean challenge him in like, oh, don't shoot or don't, don't do this or don't do that. But I think it, it forces Marcus to kind of want to be a lot more aligned with the rest of the team because he sees the effect of Brogdon and he sees the leadership and everyone respects him for who he is and who he's been you know, throughout the league. And Marcus dealing with health issues and, you know, just trying to, to, to ramp up for the postseason while – Brogdon pretty much held it down, and the same thing could be said about Derek White. But yeah, Brogdon has just been that guy, man. By sure. the by the way, you know, he, I said that he he had the third best uh, shooting percentage from from three. Then that's he tied uh, Ray Allen. Yeah, I guess who were the other two in front of uh, of Brogdon here? Oh, since since nineteen seventy nine, when the three point line was. Um, in I'm gonna throw in like uh, so. Give me give me give me some like like star players or no. You talking about the NBA? No, no, no. Celtics, Celtic history. In terms of like the best three point percentage, he tied he tied Ray Allen for the third best in franchise history with forty four point four percent. And so then there was there's two for more one season in one season. Yeah. So there's two there's two more just above him. Give me a random big man. Give me a random big man. It's got to be a random big man. He's not a random, but he is a big man. Al Horford. Okay. 
Al Horford, okay. Oh, and yeah, that's, that's this year because he just beat him by point two, forty four point six this season. Wow. So that's yeah, a, the best. That's the second highest, and then the first highest is Ray again, surprise, surprise, with forty five point three percent back in the uh, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve season. Ironically, his last season in Boston, that motherfucker. But anyway, we've, we've seen the uh, the best three point shooters from the yeah. Yeah. So the uh, best three point shooters in Celtics history, right here. So it's yeah. great to see guys on the current team just like you know climb up the list of all time leaders. But it could be funny in like five years when like the top ten is just all players that that just finished playing for the Celtics yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because of the volume and the way the NBA is now. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. People, and everyone's everyone's gonna get their shots in, and so they're gonna average forty plus three three points attempts a game, whereas. Bray was doing that, and he was making half their threes, you know. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And um, other than Walton and Brogdon, in terms of uh, six-man of the year awards in Celtics history, uh, Kevin McHale also won in 84 and 85, back-to-back. And Ricky Davis got robbed in 04, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's still, yeah, he's still with that, I, huh? <laughs> well, take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. <laughs> Second place, come on, man! You guys are haters. It was that. It was that fake triple double shit, wasn't it? It was, was the triple that? double thing. That was yeah. what it was. That See, was like, we're not giving this guy an award. No, absolutely not. See, things like that they stay with you. You know, people don't forget. Yeah, people don't forget. <laughs> people don't forget. Hey, and, and, and because I was so young at the time, I was just like, "Why is that a big deal?" <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> so what? Yeah, the integrity thing. of the game was just being yeah. was being marked. It's just, just not. You can't do that. Meanwhile, course, meanwhile, course, like, get the fuck out of here. yeah. Meanwhile, Anthony Cooper did that shit like you know a month ago, and everyone was like, "Oh, and it's just like, nah, man, like that doesn't count." This guy, you got, you got yeah. shit taken away. Fucking douche. All right, uh, in case you missed it, um, NBA players voted the TD Garden as the place with the best fans in the league. Agreed. Yeah, I mean that's that's not shocking. Yeah. I don't feel like there's a lot of places that actually like basketball anymore. Like, like, or go crazy consistently yeah. over basketball. Like, it's all about the IG and yeah. you know, yeah. So, you according yeah. according to a, according to an anonymous anonymous poll uh, that the Athletic um, ran, uh, they polled 108 active NBA players. The TD Garden pulled off an 18 percent of the vote, topping uh, Sacramento's Golden One Center at 12.1 percent, and uh, the Chase Center, where Golden State plays. They tied with uh, New York's Madison Square Garden at 9.7% of the vote. So, uh, That's fair. According, according to one anonymous, anonymous player, quote, they talk crazy shit there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, why am I? Okay, okay. Everyone say what they're thinking of. I'm thinking of uh, Patrick Beverly right now. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. <laughs> It's just the way, like the way I, I the way I read it. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just that's the, that's the quote. They talk crazy shit there. <laughs> that was it. Not the quote. They talk crazy shit there. And the, and this player, this player voted as the Celtics fans being you know the best to put it. You know he's just like yeah yeah they just talk shit there. It's it fucking it's great great atmosphere. Uh, that's what happens in Boston. There was another like anonymous poll in terms of like like the worst fans quote the Celtics. Uh, they ranked fifth behind Charlotte, Detroit, Washington, and Utah as the worst fans. So, best place to play, fifth worst fans <laughs> to play in front of. Jeez. Jan's like, you guys, you guys see what I'm talking about? 
<laughs> that's yeah. that's fucked up. No, 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 no. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Who did this? Quite the conundrum. <laughs> Big decision to make, guys. No. <laughs> By the way, who? Uh, totally going back off topic because I was interested in Sway's point about how Ricky Davis got second. Yo, he averaged more points than Ben Gordon that year and more rebounds and more assists, man. That's right. Oh, I'm so glad you looked this up, bro. bro he, <laughs> I got just... he got robbed. He got And I guarantee you, it, most of those b- voters, they thought, no, we can't give this to Ricky Davis. He just did that shit like two years ago. And I'm like, dude, it's not about that. It's about yeah. who deserves the award based off of what they're doing on the basketball court. See, I know. Six, 16, the, three and three to Ben young, Gordon, 15, young two and Young Josue had some takes, man. You know, yeah, he just that was a take. That was a take. It was the beginning. It was the beginning of him, uh, of uh, analyzing, analyzing um, poor decisions by the NBA, and that was yeah. that was a big one. Was yeah. Big. Well, speaking of speaking of the best fans, the they league, got it wrong. Right. The freaking voters got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the Celtics were were a top seed that year. They didn't finish well. They lost to the to the Pacers. But Pacers, Pacers. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were a top seed, so it's not like he was on a bad team. But, but I digress. But thank yeah. you, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for I wanted out. to validate that, man, because I could tell you yeah. were a little bit passionate about it. No, I nearly went in, but I was like, that's not even stuck. People are going to be like, Ricky, who? Like, you know, youngins. <laughs> but like the big three guy? Yeah, man, before he was playing in Ice Cube's big three, he was getting buckets. He wore a wristband that said, get buckets. <laughs> and it was Pierce, and it was him. And they were balling out on motherfuckers, you know. Was, Gary Payne was, too. Gary Payne was on that squad. Gary Payne, what? Gary was on that team. I didn't talk to Gary about. <laughs> I didn't talk to Gary about. Oh that. yeah. I need. I need to. I need. I need some affirmation on my, on my tight on my first one of my first hot takes as a, as a young as a young and up and coming journalist. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So and, and again, on uh, back to the uh, back to the polls here, uh, real quick. Uh, Guess who was guess who was voted the the most overrated player in the league in a separate poll? Um, the most Trey overrated Young. player. Most overrated player, Trey Young, was voted. Trey Young. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say Jamal Green. Oh, Jamal Green. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he finished that, but he's in no, there no, somewhere. No. Because he's a champion, but yeah, he's got to be top five. I'm yeah, sure he's in there. Top five, top five, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Derek White, by the way, finished at the six. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, real quick. Though. When did this list come out? Uh, yesterday. Oh, that's funny because at the towards the end of game two, uh, they got the overrated chain. Remember, uh, Trey was at the free throw line. Yes, yes. So I, I don't know uh, if that. Okay. Yeah. So that was that must have really hurt him in the. Uh, that must have hit him in the heart string because the following day you open it, you you go on your phone. Like I am just overrated. Like, Trey like, Young voted the most overrated player. In the how did they know that it was going to come He's out? Like by my own peers. Huh? <laughs> And I write, fuck the fans. It's from my own peers. Yeah. Like, yo, my fucking shit. John Collins is just like, yo, man, I've been trying to tell you for years. <laughs> yo. Why do you think we play better when you're out the court, bro? <laughs> oh, by the way, before we wrap up, uh, they're going to try. I don't say they're going to succeed, but they're going to do the absolute best to unlock Collins because he was a ghost in game two. So yeah. Up in, that, in game three, for sure. Again, I don't know how they're going to do it. I post if you can get some jump shots going, maybe you get him into his flow, but they need to find a way to do it. It would just be bad coaching if they didn't even try in game three. So look out for Snyder. Quinn Snyder going to try to get yeah. that. No, I, I think this is a good coach, have, by the way. I like Quinn Snyder. Yeah, they're going to have to weather a storm in game three. They're going to have to weather the storm in game three. I mean, we saw Philly do it tonight against the Nets in this yeah. clearly sweepable season. Yeah. 
I mean, series, you come back home, the home team's going to be playing with a lot of passion. And I do think you're going to get a big night from Collins, DeJounte Murray, uh, and not not Murray because he's been playing well, but Bogdanovich, too, plays really well at home. So we'll see. All right, yeah, and uh, last but not least, uh, uh, Derek White, as much as we spoke about in the beginning of the episode. Uh, D-White. Was, he finished six as the most underrated player in the league. Oh, who's the most underrated? Hey. NBA. Who's six. the most underrated player in the NBA? Who's number one on that list? I don't know, but I feel like I feel like I feel like it's a player that like Sean's been watching on either like the Pistons or I don't know who else you were watching this season. You say Jaden Ivy, bro. I'm leaving. No, what you said, Pistons? I'm like Jaden Ivy, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if you asked me this a year ago, I'd say Josh Giddy, but the secret, the words out, the secrets out. So I think, I think, I mean, to be honest with you, it's probably Kawhi Leonard right now. I mean, nah, players are gonna say that, dude. They're gonna be like, "Yo, that dude's a champ." <laughs> I know, but he's you think so about it from under- a player's perspective. You gotta think about it, you know. He's a top five player in the NBA that gets put into the top 15 this year because of injuries and not playing and shit. But, yeah, I don't know. Most underrated player. I'm just going to throw out names. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, it's got to be De'Aaron Fox. He's up there. I'll I'll still put his name in there, but, yeah, Giddy's in there. If not, you know, a year ago. Gildress, SGA. SGA, you think? he he No, he gets a lot of love. Gets a lot of love. Uh, Booker. Oh, I know who. Say well, he's an all-star. So, Markin, Lori Markin, nah, he's an all-star. Yeah, he was an all-star. I mean, those, yeah, those players, are, be, they're probably underrated there. if you're an all-star. You know, it's like, well, it's got to be Booker because I feel like Booker, at, like, literally two year, in the past two years, were his first two all-star teams, and he's been playing really well for, for years. So, I don't know. That's my legacy pick. Uh, yeah, I think we're done. I think we're done playing, Joe. We're yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can sit no, on his brain. I don't like, know. I'm all out of answers here. No, no, I don't know who the the this doesn't tell me. Are we just fucking? I'm looking. I'm looking. So I was waiting now? for y'all to keep going. So I was looking while I was looking. I was like, hold on, let me see if I can find that shit. All right, I can go. I can go a couple more. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna get I don't asked. Play anymore. There's no. <laughs> he said, no, I don't want to play anymore. There's no reward for this. Dude. We're just. I'm gonna get Siakam. Pascal Siakam. No. <laughs> no. No. He's been he's been underwhelming. Well, he had a good season, I guess. He's been rated. Okay. Yeah, he's been rated. Players that haven't been rated. He's, he's evened out. Oh, what about? Wait, what so, about? wait, hold on, real quick. Why did you say he's up there when I said De'Aaron Fox? Was that, so that was your personal opinion? He's that was my right, personal opinion. Yeah, I feel like I said I feel like he was up there. Yeah. You're an asshole. What the fuck? I got so excited being like, oh, well, whatever. At least you might be top three or so thinking, thinking you're looking at an actual list. Yeah, I think you just gotta go with like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw three names out there. You have the actual list? Oh, no. No. Oh, okay, okay. No. I don't even know what list we're talking about. <laughs> no, just attach the list. It's a poll. It's a poll anyway. So it's like, you know. Brandon on. Ingram. Brandon Ingram. It's gotta be up there. Underrated. Oh, underrated? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Darren Park. If he's not top three, Joe, you're a liar. And how does it feel? <laughs> you're a liar. How does it? How does it feel to be Trey Young when Zion's sitting out there, and you're the most un- overrated player, and Zion's sitting out there? Yeah, that's a good point. That's gotta suck. You're like, yo, at least I'm playing. You're like, yeah, but we'd rather you not play like Zion, and then we'd be good. You know. <laughs> he gives up so much on the other on the other end, man. That's why he's that's why he's overrated. 
All right, I got it. I got it. I found it. I found it. I found it. I got 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 it. Okay. 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 He's like, he's like Derek White. No, right. No, but before, no, before I, before I tell you, before I tell you guys, you know, like the, the bottom, or the top of the list, I'm gonna go after. I'm gonna tell you with the overrated, right? We said Trey Young. He's a top, right? So after Trey Young, Zion. <laughs> no, it's not Zaya. After Trey Young, it's it's uh, it's Julius Randle. Whoa, what? that's messed up. Julius Randle. That's hate. Haters. Julius, Julius Randle, and then Pascal Siakam is after him. Oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. I, okay, so I gotta I gotta vote for uh, most underrated player right now for number one. I got it. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, so after Pascal Siakam is <laughs> is Jimmy Butler. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. overrated. Jimmy yeah, Butler, and then and then him. Jimmy Butler tied with with uh, Rudy Rudy Gobert. And no, Tyson. Right. Why is Zion not on that list? He's like the most hyped up player in the world, and he can't fucking play. All right. So true. tell me, tell me your guess, Sean. And you know what? I think you're gonna hit this because. Yep. You saw what my brain popped off. Right? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who do you think the most br- underrated? Jalen Brunson. No, oh, no, no, that was a good one. Nah, man, you're the only one that had this player on your top 25, bro, between us three. <laughs> yeah, that was months ago, man. Sean's trying to go way back. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You see wait. the wheels turning? You see the wheels turning? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, get your final copy, though, not the rough draft. Hold on. Uh, Drew Holiday. Yes, yes, the most uh, underrated player. According to this poll, agreed. anonymous poll, Drew Holiday. And after Drew Holiday, Mikel Bridges. What? Yeah. Mikel Bridges. Huh. Who made this? Well, I can see that because he puts the uh, he puts the clamps on people so badly. Yeah. Like, oh, that dude is so underrated. Like, I yeah. can't score. Yeah. Then after 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 Bridges is Jaden McDaniels. He's another good defender. There you go. And after Jaden McDaniels is Jalen Brown. Oh. Ah. Nice. And then last Sneaky. but not least, who do you think is after Jalen Brown? We we you guys you guys mentioned Darren Fox. Darren Fox, yep. Yeah, Darren Fox. Hey, top five, top five, top five. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Yeah. So I was I was right when I was like, oh, I think yeah, I think Darren Fox definitely was in there. I don't know if it was the if you most Jalen there, I would have been like, you know what? From a player's perspective, he's like, dude, no one talks about the dude. So I can see putting his name. Yeah. There. So yeah. So got two of the top six most underrated players in the NBA. Look at that. There you go. And it's according to championship bound. It's according to their peers. It's not like you know analysts. I'm like, no, this is like. Anonymous yeah. players that participated in this poll. So I think that's You know Jalen you know Jalen hates being on that list now though. He hates it. I think he kinda likes it because it's like, all right, well the, the Keep the underrating me. Yeah, keep underrating yeah, right. me. All the players know what's up and it's just like yeah. not just but me, I know. Jalen McDaniels, the motherfucker that punched the wall? Like <laughs> really? <laughs> no one thought he would do something like that, so that's underrated. Uh he was a uh, Underrated his strength and his, his punch. Yeah. In his defense, he was down in Charlotte for years. You know, he, he hadn't been in this playoff situation, you know, so he just couldn't control the team. <laughs> He's like, ah. one second of tension, and he just punches the fucking He's wall. Like, he He's like, ah, oh, fuck. Why'd I do that? <laughs> like, I want the higher seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, fucking Rudy. <laughs> you know, you guys aren't out if you lose this game, right? You just gotta play the Thunder. Like, it's not that big of a deal. 
He's like, <laughs> we wanted the Warriors. <laughs> and then they fucking won. Like, right, see? But now your hand's still broken. I know, and right? Now and now you're and, not playing in the playoffs. So yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. They, yeah, I'm going to uh, hang on my boys in Charlotte. Fuck this place. <laughs> Those are your anonymous polls where it was heavy on the Celtics and Oh, and before I forget, a shout out to uh, Joe Mazzulla for finishing third in the Coach of the Year votes. Uh, obviously, Mike Brown was—I felt like he was always going to win that. Sacramento really wasn't a team expected to to be as good as they have been. So uh, you know, good for Joe. OKC's coach finished uh, second. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his his last name. His first name is Mark, so <laughs> good for Mark out there in in, in OKC. And uh, JB Bickerstaff finished fourth. Behind Joe and Mike Malone finished fifth. So there you have it. Right, that's going to do it for this Celtics edition of uh, In Case You Missed It. Check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics playoff news. Uh, subscribe to your, our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Causeway. You can't wait to hear about this Charleston. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yo, you got me. Yo, you got me. Fucking. All about it right now, yo. All about that shit right now. I don't know. Maybe it's not as. Maybe it's. Uh, are we hyping yeah. it up? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to hype it up. Sorry. I'm sorry. Listen to Patreon. Yeah. Definitely listen. For the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, uh, look out for the new season, One on One with Joe Sway, season three, guys. I made it to season three. I got Mike Gorman. Mike, the classic play by play, Celtics play by play, the guy you grew up listening to. Kicking off this uh, season three, and he's talking about a little bit of everything, man. He he, he got into the whole uh, uh, what, what was the, the debate about the age being more physical and and uh, guys like Steph Curry or JJ Redick had to say. He had a really really great take on it, really funny take about it about JJ Redick and about this year's Celtics team, Robert Williams, and everything you can imagine, man. It's always fun talking to Mike Gorman. So stay tuned for that. Uh, patreoncom slash Causeway coming out next week, season three. Uh, premiere with Mike Gorman and of course uh, your final chance to win uh, Celtics jersey before the uh, the end of the playoffs or at least before the, let's if this team gets back to the final we'll do it one more time but uh, for the rest of the playoffs we'll do, we're, we're giving away one more so you already know what to do just uh, subscribe that's on Patreon at patreon.com slash Causeway uh, you get our uh, episodes of the app that's Causeway After Hour episodes of course all of the season one all 40 episodes of that season two uh one on one with Joe Sway, and of course, uh, an opportunity to 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 win a free Celtics jersey of your of your choosing. You you, you, you say the player, you say which version of, uh, of that jersey you want, and we mail it to you, man. That's it. I want that 04 Ricky Davis jersey. Yes. <laughs> Yo, that's hey, you know what? I'll throw in the get buckets wristband, man. Or the get stitching myself, damn it. Or the Gary Payton number twenty jersey too. You know that's, that's oh, a, that should be a good classic. one. Classic. So you, you got to rep. You got to rep that old four team. You know that was very underrated team. Very underrated. Yeah, it team. was. Got a few games that year too, man. A fun, fun team to watch. Yeah, for friends, huh? We all thought after Antoine got traded, we we're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that Maybe. was that was. Let's be honest though that that was a tough a tough team to like. We ah, I don't know. Yeah, but you look back on it though, you know what that was. That was the classic goal, Danny. 
oh, well, I'll give you a nice entertaining team and then just rip it to shreds after. You know, like that's that's what he did with the breast defense. No, the classic like, the difference is the only difference is Isaiah Thomas and that and those guys they overachieve. You yeah. expect that? Like, yeah, they, you guys are supposed to be entertained. That's supposed to go to the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. Yeah, you know? yeah, the classic. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he was mad about it, but. He didn't mean to do that. That was a mistake. Yeah, no, it was the classic. You know, we gotta step, we gotta take a step back. You know, to, you know, to 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 go forward. You know? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and obviously, it wasn't the full blown uh, rebuild year where you're trading people left and right. No, you you start building pieces and a bit of a foundation, and these guys just took off when the, when the Isaiah Thomas trade went down. No, was not, that was that Twan? Was that Twan Part Two? Right? No. Yeah, eighty eight, eighty eight Twan. Yeah, 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 man. Good times. But yeah, no, I mean Brad Stevens though. Not like that at all. Brad's like, no, I'm going to fucking roll the dice. It's been, oh, it's been yeah. working for him. He's like, how many first round picks for Brad? Well, there you go, buddy. <laughs> hey, what do you want? What you want, Oh, you want to? You ball bagging motherfucker. All right, give me Derek White, motherfucker. Like, but, he was but, so, so happy. Like, dude, in his first 24 hours, he traded two He traded two future first for Al Horford. He's like, bring this motherfucker back. Take Kemba Walker. Oh, no, he traded one one future first. But he goes, you'll take Kemba off. But done. Done. Bring me out. You've been yeah. working out with it. He looks good again. Dude, give me Al Horford then. Take Kemba Walker. Here's his future first. Oh, we're in good shape, guys. We're going to figure this thing out. And he's been killing it. <laughs> he said, we're going to figure this thing out. Yo, he's been killing it. People were like, oh, Brad's a coach. Uh, I think it was uh, Goodman, actually. Jeff Goodman was like, you know, he's a college coach. Oh, oh shocker. Oh, Brad's a coach. <laughs> this is this whole thing's temporary. I'm like, dude, he's the type of, he's the exact type of person you want in that position. With the intel that he has, with college kids coming in, with the relationships that he has, with former college kids that are like two, three, four years into the league, but dude, he's gonna he's gonna figure things out, and he did. Obviously. And yeah, and the and the fact that he's like, yo, I get to you know go after players that I always wanted or like got yo, mad Brogdon when they got rid of. You greatest know? example because he used to give this dude his flowers every single time <laughs> the Celtics played the Pacers or the Bucks. You know, like, he was always above Brogdon. So. He's like, I really wish I had that guy. I mean, yeah, he had a great game, great game, great game. <laughs> you know. When you got a guy like that, instead of like a score first point guard who who's moody, I mean, look, Michael Brown's a great player, you know. <laughs> but he just like <laughs> there was so many times he was just like, "Yo, I would swap this dude for Kyrie in a heartbeat." It's like you when know? you give in to you know certain players in their fucking you know demands, and you don't, I mean, but you know, it's, I, I digress. You know, it's it's, it's all good. no. But Malcolm's great. Malcolm's great. You know, I, I wish him the best of luck. You know, going forward. So yeah, yeah. So it should be should be interesting. You got game three and four. Uh, Sway, uh, any Magic City stories? Uh, please save that for the after hours. We really appreciate <laughs> it. More content for you guys. More reason to you know yeah. sign up and subscribe. <laughs> because I know I know last episode you weren't so happy with Miami, but you know. No, no, but you know, time went on. I said, man. Oh, I did say in the podcast too. I was like, there's a, there's a lot of other, uh, worse options. So I'll take Atlanta. Should be fun. There we um, go. Quick trip. Game five is slated for uh, Tuesday, but I'll be back Monday. I hope I'll have the day off next, the following day. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, predicting I'll have the day off yeah. after that game. game four. Bring the broom. Yeah, tell Bring Bobby. The broom. Tell Bobby. Check tell Bobby. It. We said what up, and tell him not like like not not to worry so much. All right, you know he had he he was second guessing <laughs> yeah. himself last episode. Like should I should I give the Hawks one game? It's like nah, man. I'm not telling you to change your takes. We just you know we just want to know yeah. what you're feeling. Yeah, man, you gotta just go with it. But yeah, he finally—I feel like he wanted to just say it, but he was just like, "Man, if, they, if these guys doing it five, I'm gonna be like, why didn't I say five? But um, <laughs> yeah, I'll relate that message. And also, also, also remind them that uh, Greenland is not important yet. So, not in this series. 
Yeah, not in no, the series. Grant, no, okay. no, no, no. And I think he understands, and I think he was told that, so it's all good. So he's still, yeah. he's still, you know, he's still cheering he his ass Moby. off on the court. He was Moby before game one, so he definitely knew. And then by game two, he had already accepted it. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know for a fact, but if I had to guess, he knew because he's never like that, especially before a game and before a playoff game, like. This dude was like in his phone. Like he's not that kind of guy. And there's it's a lot like, of players like that. Oh, so the rumors are true. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> well, no, not like that. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but like he's the kind of guy he's talking your ear off. Like if he's in his phone, he's quiet. Like he's, he's not a good dude. That's just the way I see it, I guess. But um, he'll be fine, man. Like I said, game two, he was back to his normal self. But if I had to guess, he someone told him they spoke to him before game one. Word. So yeah, so until until next time, uh, uh, hopefully the next episode the, the Suns will be in the second round. So if not, that, man, Sean will, be, Sean will be complaining like crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. coming four no, four no, baby. Oh man, we didn't look, we didn't look ahead. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hawks, hawks, hawks. <laughs> we got the hawks. Guess what? Right, uh, uh, Hawks, Hawks. <laughs> Can you believe back to back away games? Can you believe the schedule? You know? <laughs> Four no, sweet. <laughs> 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 on that note, we are out. <laughs> Later. Yeah, next week. Oh, shit. Right, that, was, that was a great episode.